my name is Wong Valui. I'm the pastor of this church. Welcome to Santa Clara First Baptist Church on this great second Sunday of the year. Isn't it amazing that we are in the second week of New Year, right? Yes, yes. And God has prepared an awesome, awesome word of encouragement for you. This week, the past week, I was praying for you. And one of the prayers that uh, came to me was uh, about one of our church members who is having a great uh, fear and anxiety because uh, the person is going to lose a job. And the anxiety is over the top. And the person cannot sleep. Uh, and uh, asking for prayer. I was also praying for some of our members where, who have been diagnosed with uh, uh, sickness and illness, and it's going to be a new challenge. I was also thinking about people whose uh, insurance have gone up uh, in this coming year, and they're thinking, how am I going to pay? I was also praying for people that the rent have increased this year, and they're thinking, how am I going to pay, where, where will I get the extra? And I was, I was also praying for our member who was robbed uh, this week. Uh, you know, so driver license, social security, credit card, everything was taken. And I'm thinking, Lord, uh, uh, what is all this? And in the midst of it, there is a lot of fear and anxiety, and people are worried. And I pray to God, well, what shall we do as a church, Lord? And he said... Uh, but he said to them, it is I, do not be afraid. You know? So I said, God, okay, you say, uh, do not be afraid. Have no fear. Uh, how do we do that? And he said, start with me this year. So this year, we're going to start with Jesus. In order not to be afraid and in order not to have fear for our health, for our finances, for our job, for our family, for our children. Uh, we're going to start with the Lord Jesus Christ that we will not have fear. And I hope the word of God this morning will speak to you how he has helped people uh, in the past and how that word of God is even true today. You know, our reading uh, for this week is uh, from John. We're reading from John uh, chapter 3 onwards till chapter 7. And if you don't know what that means, our church is reading the New Testament. Every day we are reading, and we are in John chapter 7 right now. And uh, if you haven't been reading, I encourage you that you go back and join us. And you can start reading and join us. You can pick up, you can pick up and, uh, and, and join us. We are in John. We are in John 7. And you can easily pick up those uh, for uh, the seven chapters and join us. I encourage you to do that. So in John chapter 4, Jesus was sitting by the well, uh, Jacob's well, and he was tired. And the disciples have gone to get food. And when they came back, um, they came back with food and they said uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Rabbi, eat this food. And he said to them, I have food to eat, which you do not know. You know which you do not know. You know, I realized as I was reading this, and in the trip, as I was meditating and thinking about you, that you have started your fast and prayer for 31 days. 
uh, I realized that we don't need a lot of food to survive in life. You and I don't need a lot in life to live. As for me, the most I need for my body is about three, and the most is 3,000 calories that I need for me to live. In fact, I can live by 1,500 calories each day. If I eat 1,500 calories each day, that is sufficient for my body. Now, 3,000 calories is a lot. It means if I don't work out or just stay home, do nothing, I will gain a lot of weight. Okay? That 3,000 calories. Even with that 1,500 calories, I got to work out, I got to be mobile, that I don't put on unnecessary weight in my body. And as I have been going through this journey about eating uh, more discipline, uh, thinking about what I intake in my body, so my body is not working out over time. Because if I'm taking coffee and cake and pastry, you know, all the sweets that I, the salt, the meat, my body is working over time. My body is working over time every day to process the things that I have put in my body. And I'm not giving any rest to my body. See? And I was here. And you can see the water. So I stood at the bottom of two mountains, in between two mountains, because that's where the river flew. That's the bottom of it. And I stood at the river between two mountains. And looking. And it reminded me. And I was telling to my kids. Where I came from. In one of those mountains. On the other side of the mountain. I was about 13, 14 years old. You know my father has died. Of cancer. It was mom and I. Um. We have to survive. My mom's starting over at 42. And we are going there. There is a part of our farm is there. And that year we got 60 bags of rice. You know, it's a 30-pound bag of rice. It was about November, close to December. We have harvested. And there is a choice for me and my mom. Whether to hire somebody to bring that 60 bags of rice or to carry it ourselves. So if I have to carry my on my own, then I would be able to buy a Christmas clothes, Christmas gift. And if we were going to rent, give this to somebody, then I wouldn't have money to buy new clothes for Christmas. So we decided that we will carry the bags ourselves. It's a steep climb. There is no plane. If you walk fast, it's a two and a half hour climb. If you walk slow and rest, it's anywhere from three to three and a half hours. And we carried home that 60 bags. We started early in the morning, two trips, you know, in that heat. I can remember the weight on my head, on my neck, on my body, that 30 pound sack of rice. And you start slowly. Each step, you know, and each step takes you forward. 
one step after another. I must have taken thousands of steps to take the rice home. You know. But it is these steps that you take that has taken me here. Each step takes you forward. And when you remember, when you simplify your life, be reminded of who God is and what He has done for you. And you say, do not worry about what you will eat. Do not worry about what you will drink. Do not worry about what you will wear. Just walk with the Lord, focus, and take one step forward in that steep climb, in the heat, as you sweat. Don't give up. Continue to focus your eyes on me and walk and see where he will take you. I have taken millions of steps to get to this stage. From that valley, from that bottom of that mountain. Where my mom and I trusted the Lord. My sister, my brothers, for our daily meal. That we do not beg or look for a handout. But we trusted God who made that mountain. We trusted God who made that river. We trusted God who made that valley. That he is sufficient, that he can provide for us. You know, and we ate, see, from that banana leaf. And I ate with my kids on that banana leaf. Because I want them to be rooted and grounded. To know where they come from, that they're son of the soil. And as I stood there, everything became clear. Everything became clear. I was so connected to God and His creation. And as I was so connected, then I started discovering God's goodness and kindness. And what did I discover? Simplify. Simplify your life. Do away with excess weight in your life. Whatever is not needed in your life, do away. You don't need much to live. Everything is enough. You know, the food that you eat. You don't need to add more sugar. You don't need to add more salt. You don't need to add more drinks. You don't need to eat more, uh, you know. Just one after another. One topping after another. That our small little ice cream can become this big. Because we need to add more. Simplify. Just as Christ has said. You know, my food... It's not from here. What does that mean? It means that my food is to do the will of God. And what is that, my friends? What is that? It is love, joy, peace in the Holy Spirit. That is the kingdom of God. Isn't that what we desperately desire in our lives? And he said, seek after that. So if we seek after peace, if we seek after love, if we seek after joy, then he said, then I will add to you everything else. That he will add this cloth for me. That he will add the food for me. That he will add the water for me. If I do what? If I seek after peace, love, and joy. The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. 
but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. There is another fear. The first fear is that we don't have enough to eat. The second fear is fear of loneliness. This 38-year-old man, he is alone. He is saying, I have no man, nobody to help me. See, we have that fear. And Christ is saying, no, do not be afraid. It is I. I am present. You know, well, when my family and I were in China, uh, China is great. Okay? China is amazing. Shanghai, oh, it's amazing. The food is amazing. It's just amazing. When we got into China, um, and they're looking at my passport, and immigration officer pick up the phone, and talking, and I'm, I'm feeling something in my heart, right? Because, and within a minute, there are three officers that come and stood there already. And, uh, and surely enough, I was taken, not just I, all of us were taken into the consultation room, interrogation room. Two rooms, my wife and my daughter were separated, my two sons were with me. Take out your jackets and bags, and and I felt sorry for my boys, you know. Uh, and like, oh wow, they have to go through this. And I thought about Sarah and my wife. Uh, felt sorry. And they started asking a lot of questions. They opened my bags, and uh, I had the prayer book, praying for thirty-one days for thirty-one people. They were opening and reading. What is this book? Yeah. I say this for prayer and meditation. Well, the last question they asked was, "Are you Christ?" You know what they are saying is, "Are is your religion Christ? Are you Christian?" That's what they wanted to say. So I said, "Yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christ follower." Uh, and they let me go. You know. But in a foreign country, my friends, when you're alone, when you have nobody. It can be scary, you know? And when you're with your friends, when you're with your family members, it can be more scary. If it's just me, if I was not married, if I don't have kids, may I be like, okay, Lord, you know, ready to go. (laughs) But when you have a wife and kids, no, I mean, it's like, I got to leave. But God is saying, it is I. Do not be afraid. See? Even when you're alone, when there is nobody, when you have no man or woman taking care of you, Christ is saying, it is I. Do not be afraid. You like that, right? So this year, start with Jesus. Start with Christ. Even when everybody forsakes you, He will be there for you. Don't you love it? In China, in India. It was a very difficult trip for us this year. You know. Very difficult trip for us. See. But God is good. God is good. He is amazing. You know. This is the will of the Father who sent me. That all... 
He has given me, I should lose nothing. But she was raised it up at last. Why do you start with Jesus? One, this Christ is enough. Second one, I saw you, I mentioned you, Christ is present in your life. The third is what? Christ loses nothing. Christ loses nothing. You know, he never loses. When we were there, I, I, as we travel in India and China, especially in India, every turn and corners has memories. And I was telling my kids about every turn and corners, and especially here, right? Look at this. There's a tree there. It has, it has three, and there is a, a space there, a, a small space between the, the three trunk of trees. And what we do when we were kids, we pick up a rock and we make a wish. And we will throw, and if it stay on that little flat, uh, uh, you know, space between that tree trunk, that our dream will come true, right? So we was talking about that. And they were having fun there. You know, but Christ is, is not a Christ of luck and chance. He never loses. He never loses. It, Christ doesn't roll a dice. And hope for two pairs of sixes or, you know. He never fails. And, and how do we know that? I mean, I, I mentioned to you about here. When we were there, see, this, these are the kids that you support, the orphans. And, and Sierra is standing with them. So the two girls with the t- white t-shirt and the red t-shirt, they give their life to Christ. When we were having a prayer meeting on the 31st of December. No, no, the 1st of January. Isn't that great? You may. Christ loses nothing. He, he goes and finds uh, the orphan girls. One of them is my niece, the one on the far right. But the other two are the sisters. Christ loses nothing. He doesn't leave you to chances. He doesn't leave you do a poker game or a roll of a dice. He, he is enough for us. He is enough for us. But it wasn't easy. Just as my, you see, the girl that was sitting there with the white striped t-shirt that we talk in the, in the offering. These are miracles for a, a Hindu priest's daughter to follow Christ. They are at the higher rank of the society. They're the elite. They're the clean. It's not easy. They're the Brahmins. But all these things come at a cost for us. Not only in China, but in India. We are not allowed to fly to China when we come back. You know? And that's a long ordeal. It's not just an ordeal about not flying. It was very expensive thing. We had to book a new ticket. So then you worry about finances. Right? You worry about finances and God is saying, but it is I. Do not be afraid. So when we were not able to fly, when we were not allowed to fly, uh, we went home and we prayed. And our spiritual father said to both of us, Oh, God will compensate more than 
what has been taken away from you. Right? So when he compensates us, we will let you know he hasn't compensated yet. Okay? Uh, but I just want to let you know, I will let you know how he compensated us. Okay? Because it was very expensive. We had to rebook the whole ticket for, for the next day fly. And then when we came to the airport, now it was not me. Now it's my wife who has been profiled. He has to be called aside. Why is all these things happening? See, in the midst of all these struggles and challenges, you see life change. You see people coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it puts you in perspective that Christ never loses. And he will use you. He will use, you know, he couldn't attack our spiritual life, but he, the enemy attacked our physical body. They tried to take away our wealth. But I know Christ is enough. Christ is enough. Are you with me, church, this morning? What am I saying this morning is start with Jesus. See? Start with Jesus. Uh, start with Jesus, my friends. See, do not labor for food which perishes, but for food which endure to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set His seal on Him. But we labor for food that perishes. Because you want more and more. You want more and more, see? Look at this. This is the bridge, small bridge to our farm. The river, the water is clear. It's clean. You can drink right there. Right? And it is amazing to look at the expands of the universe, the things that God has created. Feel the air that goes through your lungs and through your gut and like, whoa, it's all free. It is all free. Right? And then I came and stood in New York, near Times Square. It's beautiful, New York Times Square. All the lights and the glitz. Right? But it's not free. They want me to buy their product. See? They want, me to, they want to take from me that, that New York City lights and glitz, the, the pair of chains, uh, sunglasses, shirt, uh, uh, even weight loss, food, is all there on the billboard. Right? It's not free. We have to buy. They want to take from me. But the nature that God creates, the natural light that God gives, it gives. It doesn't take from us. It gives. Free. It's amazing. But we labor for things that demand from us. We labor day and night. So we can have what we see on the billboard. 
right? And we forget what Christ freely gives us, which is so much better physically, spiritually, and emotionally. So, when you lose a job this week, and you don't have a job, this is what I want you to do. Get up daily, read the scripture. No, before that. Get up daily, brush your teeth. (laughs) Right? Brush your teeth, wash your face. You know, put on clean clothes. Right? Read the scripture and pray. And then reach out to somebody. Text or phone call. And don't sleep more than eight hours. Right? And just keep doing that every day. Even if you don't have a job. Get up, brush your teeth, make yourself clean, take a shower, read the Bible, pray, take somebody, and keep doing that. Even when you, And don't sleep more than eight hours. Live. Live. Because Christ is present. Christ never loses. Christ is enough. As you keep doing that, remember, the steps from the bottom of the river between two mountains, as I took each step and climbed uphill, in the heat of the sun, in the storm of life, it takes us forward. Every step takes us forward, my friends. Every step with Christ takes us closer to what He has prepared for us. So keep, keep doing that. Keep doing that. On the last day, the great day of Jesus, of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. Let him come to me and drink. He will fulfill your thirst. He will fulfill your thirst. And it is free. It is free. The good thing about the water of God is that it is free and it flows from the heart. It will overflow onto other people. It is good for your soul. It is good for your mind. It is good for your body, my friends. And he's saying, I'm the bread of life. I'm the living water. He is saying that to the Samaritan woman. He is saying that to the 38-year-old man crippled. He is saying that to the religious leaders. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. Do not labor for bread that perishes. But for eternal life. And he is saying, It is I. Do not be afraid. So if your insurance is skyrocketed 100%, just like mine, this January, I'm going to pay 100% more than I was paying last year. Right? If your job is in jeopardy, if your rent has increases, if your health is going through challenges, and just like the disciples, they were in the storm, afraid of their life, and Christ came walking on the water, and He said, It is I, do not be afraid. And immediately the boat was on the dry land. It's a miracle, my friends. If we start with Jesus, 
When you start with Jesus, his burden is light. He will give you rest. And his yoke is easy. How do you do that? His yoke is easy. Read the word of God daily. His burden is light. Cast all your cares and anxieties on Jesus through prayers. He will give you rest. Build relationships. Talk to people. And see where the Lord will take you. Are we good? It's a good word, isn't it? And very practical. So what did you hear this morning? What did you hear this morning? Start with Christ. How do I start with Christ? By getting up. Brushing your teeth. Read the word of God. Pray. And connect to somebody. Right? Do consistently these three things. Every day. And the kingdom of the Lord will come upon you. And what is that? Love, joy, peace in the Holy Spirit. And that's all I want for this year too. I hope you do too. Now, are you ready to praise and worship God? Yes, let's have the worship team come and praise and worship God. And as we worship, if you want to start with Jesus and you, have, you don't know how to do that, Pastor Jonathan and I and others will be here. We'll help you how to start, okay? If you want to sign up for the Bible reading and you don't know how to do it, come over here, we'll help you. If you want to rededicate your life, you come over here, we'll pray for you. If you don't want to come here, at the welcome center at the back also, right? I want you to start with Jesus. He welcomes you. He say, if anyone is thirsty, let him come. Christ welcomes you. Let us stand and praise and worship God.